Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod, a very hype episode, uh, recording this after the Jets' win against the Philadelphia Eagles last Sunday um, by the score of 20-14, to 14. MetLife was rocking, um, as usual, when the Jets have a home game, so it was awesome, um, you know, to watch on TV. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to the game. Um, I would have loved to go to that game, though. That that seemed like such a such an awesome atmosphere. You know, Eagles fans, of course, travel well. Um, wishing wishing you guys health the rest of the way. But I mean, Jets fans, man, they they went wild, especially in the second half, right? Uh, the Jets not allowing a touchdown, um, allow, allowing only one touchdown in the second half, right? Throughout the first six games this season is wildly impressive. Not allowing a touchdown to the Eagles, who arguably have one of the best offenses in the NFL. Um, is even more impressive. So the Jets holding the Eagles to 14 points um, is is a thing of magic, right? And I think the Jets' defense deserves, you know, a lot of credit. I, I saw, you know, I think it was like the New York Post came out with an article that, you know, said something about the overrated Jets' defense. Come on. I, I mean, after watching that game on Sunday, can you really call this defense overrated? If anything, I'm going to be honest with you, they were underrated going into this game, right? Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, both out of the game with concussions. This bye week coming at a good time for both of those guys to get healthy. Um, this Jets defense trotted out the likes of Craig James, Tay Hayes, um, you know, guys that were elevated from the practice squad, guys that signed 11 days ago. Um, you know, <laughs> going into this game, looking at the looking at the uh, looking at the roster and looking at the cornerback depth you have with Bryce Hall, Craig James, Tay Hayes. Um, and looking at the opposing team that has A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, um, you know, what, what, what did you expect to happen, right, going into Sunday? You expected probably a, you know, a beating through the air, right? You, you would assume that the Jets were going to get beat, you know, all, you know, through the air, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith just tearing up. Uh, Craig James and Tay Hayes, that was, you know, couldn't be farther from the case, honestly. A.J. Brown is going to get his every week. He had 130 yards on seven or something receptions. Um, he's a beast. I mean, there, there's no way going around it. Um, Jets fans, I know, going at him on Twitter and stuff. Honestly, I think I think it's hilarious. I think A.J. Brown, um, you know, it deserves it after what he said on Twitter the other day, but um, posting that picture and directing it towards Sauce. But... Um, he's going to get his, like I said, I think, uh, the Jets did a good job at containing him though. Towards the end of the game, Devonte Smith with two crucial drops. Um, you don't, you don't really see that, see that with him. So that, that was a, that was a, you know, kind of a, kind of a big stepping stone to the Jets win, right? I mean, forcing the other team to make mistakes, um, you know, not, not making mistakes on their own, no turnovers from Zach Wilson, which was definitely a, uh, a big step in the right direction. I think after, um, the fumble he had in um, you know, in the Chiefs game, I thought, you know, playing playing a similar opponent in the Eagles that are also, you know, quite uh, quite up there in the rankings, and I think the Jets played them well. So um, I think at this point, you can't really count them out against any team, honestly. I mean, it almost feels like the Jets go into these games playing up to competition, right? You know, the, the Chiefs, the Eagles um, are two of the best, best teams in the NFL, right? I mean, you, you can make an argument that those are the two best teams in the NFL, um, and the Jets kind of went toe to toe with both of them and beat Philadelphia. So, at the end of the day, you're you're, you're coming out of Sunday very optimistic going into the bye week. Um, you're coming out of Sunday thinking, wow, this team has depth at corner. This team had you know depth on defense with 
you know, I don't, I'm going to get into Quincy Williams and how dominant of a 2023 season he's having, but linebacker, obviously looking a little thin behind CJ and Mosley with just Sherwood there. Um, the D line, obviously the depth is insane. Uh, you know, it feels like Salah has been rotating his guys in and out all season, which he has. Um, and then, you know, the dominance of Bryce Huff, you know, this season, Kind of getting put on the map now by NFL media and fans. Um, I know J.J. Watt today on the Pat McAfee show had some very kind words to say about Huff. Um, and, you know, it's true. The sack the sack totals aren't quite there yet for Huff, but I believe he ranks fourth in the NFL with 33 pressures um, as an edge rusher, which is pretty absurd um, at 25 years old. So Huff definitely entering, obviously, a contract year here um, with the Jets in 2023, hoping to get paid. Um, I'm hoping. Huff gets paid by the Jets, uh, so he does not walk in free agency. He's going to get a bag. Um, Huff is, you know, he's awesome, right? He interacts with my page all the time. He's he's a really good guy. Um, you know, humble, uh, an awesome guy, awesome talent, obviously on the field, um, and just really hoping he's back in green uh, next season. But, you know, Huff has been unstoppable, especially against the Eagles, right? I mean, they didn't get a bunch of sacks. I believe they got two sacks. Um, but it was really just the pressures that got the hurts later in the game. Um, and, and a few, a few media members touched on it. You know, it, it's not, it's not that you have to get eight sacks in the game, right? Obviously, you know, if you get eight sacks in the game, it's wildly impressive, but the quarterback is going to be, you know, pretty much off his rocker for the majority of the day. But the Jets just getting this constant pressure in the second half with the Eagles offensive line kind of dwindling. I know they lost Lane Johnson earlier in the game. Um, but man. I mean, when you go toe-to-toe with an Eagles offensive line that is touted as one of the best in the NFL, um, in your defensive line, that has to give you confidence, right? I mean, that just has to. Going into the Giants game in a couple weeks here, um, you got to feel good. I, I mean, just about coming coming off this game and kind of going into the Giants game, um, you got to feel confident. You're probably going to be favorites on the road, quotation marks, because you're a MetLife. Um, I, I assume it'll be kind of a split Giants Jets fans should be an interesting environment there. Not going to preview too much of that game this week, but next week, uh, next Wednesday, we'll definitely get into more Jets Giants. Um, but just overall, I mean, the Jets are just looking good, right? I mean, the confidence is there. Zach Wilson has been looking great. Um, I think he's been looking better. I should say, actually, maybe, maybe great. Great's a very strong word. Um, he's been looking better, right? He looks like a different QB. Um, and I think Salah. I know Rogers touched on it on the McAfee show. He kind of um, spilled the beans that Salah kind of wanted him around the building in the locker room, just uh, around Zach, around the team, just to build that confidence. And I think it's the right move. Um, Aaron Rodgers, we'll, we'll touch on him on Wednesday as well. I feel like, um, I feel like he's, you know, ahead of schedule, as he said. Um, he, he's definitely at a point where. He doesn't need the crutches. He was seen throwing at MetLife Stadium uh, last week, which again is absurd. The guy's an alien. Um, I'm gonna be so I'm so interested to see just like how early this guy really comes back, right? Because I've seen people on Twitter talking about week 15, 16. Um, I've seen week 12. Like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? This guy tore his Achilles five weeks ago, um, and he's walking. He's throwing the football without crutches. Uh, it's never been done before, obviously, and it won't. This will be talked about probably for the rest of time, right? Honestly, if Rodgers came back before the end of the season, uh, before the end of the regular season, I know Connor Hughes has reported that. Um, he thinks Rodgers will be back before week 18, which would just be phenomenal. I mean, that that would just be probably not only probably the biggest story in sports for, you know, this year, obviously. It's, it'll be talked about in sports medicine. 
it'll be, you know, um, rekindled and, you know, it'll be came back to for years to come, right? So, I mean, it's just, it'll be awesome. I really hope it happens. Obviously, with the caution, uh, you, you have to be, you have to be close to 100%. And I'm sure Rogers is not, he's forcing it, right? But he, he's not, he's not stupid, right? He'll, 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 you know, be smart about it. I know he talked on the McAfee show, um, yesterday about, you know, um, straining it, but not stretching it. The, the Achilles that is, I know you don't, he, he had, um, some elevators in his shoes that kind of kept his, uh, Achilles off that 90 degree angle, um, which is smart because you don't want to stretch it. Um, especially after you tear it, it's obviously still healing even with the speed bridge there. So, um, keeping it at probably like a 45 degree angle and just kind of, um, letting it rock there while you move around a bit with your feet is probably the, the smart move. And I saw him do some calf raises on the side too, which is another step of recovery. If you look it up, um, calf raises are definitely a important issue. Continue your rehab. So, Rogers soon to be um, on the field again, we could hope. Uh, knock on wood, everything goes well in the uh, coming weeks for his rehab, but he's looking great. And then Brees Hall, um, I wanted to talk to on as well from that Eagle game. He looks explosive, right? I mean, Brees Hall, coming into this Eagle game, you're kind of pessimistic a little bit that, you know, the Eagles have one of the best defenses, one, best, one of the best run defenses in the NFL Pass defense is um, has struggled a bit, especially without Darius Slay on Sunday. Um, Jalen Carter not not on the defensive line rotation uh, as he was dealing with a with an injury, I believe it was an ankle sprain. Um, but Bruce Hall, um, I thought he had a good game, especially if you're a fantasy owner. Um, I believe he had 17 half PPR points. He was great. Um, had that late touchdown, obviously that the Eagles let him score on, which I think is hilarious that they even had to. Um, kind of come out and say that, right? I, I feel like, um, you know, who cares? I, I mean, yeah, they let him score, but they didn't do anything on the next drive, right? So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I mean, they kind of screwed up. <laughs> if I, if, if honestly, if you're, if you're an Eagles fan and you're looking back on, it, I think Salah actually touched on it in his press conference. Um, would you rather the Jets score a touchdown and you have a minute 30 with two timeouts to go all the way down the field to score a touchdown on the Jets defense, which ranks top three in the NFL? Um, by, by consensus, I would say, at this time. Um, or would you stop the Jets, you know, have them score a field goal, um, and, you know, you only have to get a field goal, right, to tie the game up? It's it's close, honestly, right? It, it's definitely close. And I think, actually, you'd probably get, I think it was 14 to 13 at that time, right? You'd probably get a field goal to win it with 30 seconds left, no timeouts, it's close, right? I honestly think it's close. And I, I think the Jets, I think Robert Sala said, you know, the latter, right? I think he said that, um, you know, you'd probably rather want to get the field goal. It's an easier, it's an easier time. You don't have to go all the way down the field. You have AJ Brown, Devonte Smith. Um, but alas, they, they, uh, they went for the former and it didn't work out right. They, they didn't even get five yards. So <laughs> all that for, uh, for a final drive that lasted about 10 seconds. But, um, it was a really fun game. I was surprised at the result. Uh, Tony Adams, big shout out to him. I mean, all through training camp, we've talked about this guy um, coming on as a real a real threat in the secondary, and I think he's proved that, um, you know, especially on Sunday against the Eagles, right? I think I saw some criticism of Tony Adams, you know, taking the raw angle on a couple tackles and um, kind of going here and there. But you remember he, he missed a few games, right, with an injury, a hamstring injury. He's coming back now. Um, he looked good on Sunday. I, I think he's going to be a starter in the secondary um, you know, barring any kind of injury for the rest of the season. And, you know, 
The secondary has been looking decent, right? I mean, Jordan Whitehead, Ashton Davis. Ashton Davis has been getting a lot of run. I love Ashton. I think he's actually a really um, versatile player, and he's a good special teamer as well. So, I mean, he, he's been in chat for a couple of years now, um, and I don't see him going away anytime soon because I think Salah and the staff love him. Um, so good on Ashton there for sticking around. But, um, you know, I know the Jets are in a spot where you look at the bye week and you're like, okay, what can we improve on the most to – kind of head into this Giants game with even more hope, even more excitement. Um, red zone offense obviously has been a struggle of theirs for a couple weeks here against the, you know, even against the Broncos. Um, the Jets struggled in the red zone a bit. Uh, it's just something that you have to get better at. And, you know, ironically, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks of all time in the red zone, right? And, of course, he's sitting on the sideline. But that's an invaluable resource to have, especially a guy who's been, you know, who's done it for so long and who has so much experience, especially in the red zone. Um, you've got you've got to pick his brain. You, you've got to just see what he has in store. I know he had the headset on giving suggestions to hack it in the offensive staff. Um, but you got to pick his brain about the red zone because it's a really important. It's a really important spot. And I know Greg Blick has been money this season so far, but you can't have him score all the points, man. I mean, he won. I believe he won AFC special teams player of the week. Um, last week, and that's that's super impressive. 17 points for a kicker is always impressive, but you got to convert some of those uh, field goals to touchdowns, and I'm hoping the Jets can get that done um, soon. And, you know, the, the, the schedule for defense is definitely definitely um, goes down a bit, right? They play the Giants, which I believe were ranked 29th in total defense. Um, and I feel like, you know, as we get as we get later in the season, I feel like there's a um, – there's that. De- there's definitely. There's definitely better defenses here that that the Jets are going to be facing. Uh, lesser lesser competition, I should say, uh, down the stretch. So with that said, I think I'm going to go ahead and end the episode there. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, you can go ahead and favorite it on Apple uh, and Spotify, and make sure to follow my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan, uh, Twitter as well there at New Jets Game Plan, and I will be posting um, hopefully every day uh, during this bye weekend the content out there. I know you guys have been uh you know really enjoying it i really just appreciate all the all the um all the interactions and everything like that i really appreciate all you guys uh it means a lot so uh yeah i'll be uh posting in the keep uh churning out content there for you guys for the rest of the week and hoping for um you know all the health for these guys right i mean uh health is the most important thing heading into this bye week and trying to get healthy and sauce and dj reed obviously the two guys there who are um, very important to the secondary and very important for uh, for the team going forward. So hopefully those, those two guys can get back on the practice field sometime um, in the next week or so so we can get that secondary back together. But, um, again, I will see you guys next week. I'll let you go now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, have a great rest of your week and bye week.